What's going on, everybody? This is Drew here. I want to welcome you all to a brand new episode of Phoenix Down. This is Phoenix Down 120.1, and we are continuing our playthrough of Yakuza Like a Dragon. Today I have with me Matt. Hello. Uh, Matt is currently overseas. He's been playing this game remotely, uh, playing on the uh, on the uh, cloud, I guess, right? It's been interesting. I actually have been playing this ever since I left from the downloaded copy onto my laptop. So, okay. except for the couple of times where this game would not start for me. Huh. Um, and I have, luckily, the backup of playing it from the cloud. And it is very interesting how much faster this runs from the cloud when I have a good connection, but how poorly it runs from the cloud when I don't have a good connection. Mm. So when I, you know, I tried to play this once with a bad connection and everything was low res and I have basically a line traveling top to bottom on my screen to try to maneuver the one screen to the next. So I had a lot of like screen tearing. Mm, yeah. When I run it from my laptop, it's smooth, but slow. But when I ran, run it from the cloud, it was either terrible or it was running it what felt like triple speed. So uh, yeah. it's been uh, quite the variety of experiences playing this game. But I'm shocked my laptop can handle it. Um, but I'm glad I have a way to play it overseas. Definitely. There you go. Yeah. I've been playing exclusively on my Xbox. <laughs> I take that back. I take that back. I had to work on mm. Saturday. And I said, you know what? It's night. Nothing going on. Let me be the irresponsible security officer that I am. <laughs> and I uh, broke out my phone and I played some on the uh, xCloud um, with the touch controls on my phone. It worked what's, fine. What's the verdict? It's fine. It's fine. Uh, it... If if I was playing a regular Yakuza game, it probably would have been worse. Trying to you know actually button mash and do attack combos, but because this is a turn based game, it's not too bad. You just you know you're flicking through menus basically. Um, and since yeah. this is cutscene heavy, it's almost like I'm watching a movie. Yeah, yeah, same. I only played about 15 minutes or so on my phone once, but it was more manageable than I expected. It's yeah. Good. Yeah, they, 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 they've done a decent job with the xCloud stuff, especially with playing with touch controls, with the games that offer touch controls. And especially compared to some of the remote play I've done on the PlayStation, which I think I've tried that before on the podcast, and it <laughs> the best it's been is barely acceptable, whereas this right. is, is you know can be pretty decent. Yeah, I think you did Shinmu um, yeah. that way. Yeah, trying to do that, you know, that crate loader. Oh, I was just God. driving all over the place. I couldn't drive that thing in a straight line to save my life because of all the lag. <laughs> nice, nice. But yeah, um, it's been a couple weeks, so you're going to have to bear in mind I don't remember a lot of this. I'm going to summarize as best as possible. Um, the last thing we did was we finally got ourselves a roof over our heads. So Namba and um, Ichi uh, finally got themselves a job. Um, 
basically being the the bouncer slash protector of this this um, well soap land, um, and they live on the apartment above it. Um, they uh, catch back up with Adachi, so Adachi shows back up, and he's basically like, "They kicked me off the force after a little fiasco." Um, so I'm, I'm also out of a job. Um, and so he joins the party again, rejoins the party. And, um, so now we're three down on our luck people trying to find a job. And that like, I find it endearing that this game has like taking this path of these guys have nothing. So we're just going to focus on them getting jobs. And it's, it feels a little bit like it feels a little bit like Mad Max in that sense. Where Mad Mad Max Max never wants to get involved in any of this stuff. He's he's never really the main character. He's always just thrown into the mix of this craziness that's going on. I feel like that's how this story's going so far. Now, don't get me wrong, Ichi does want to throw himself into it, but. At the beginning, he's just trying to make a living. And trying I find to make that a living. A little he wants to be the hero. Yeah, he wants to be the hero. Whether it be you know getting a job or getting a cat out of a tree, it doesn't matter. He just wants to be known <laughs> as a hero, basically. So yeah, we go back to Hello Work, and uh, Hello Work um, points us in the direction of yet another soap land. Um, uh, we go to a, a different soap plan this time, um, which is uh, ran by this guy, uh, Nonamiya is his name. Um, and to begin with, this guy seems like a complete and utter douchebag. He is horrible to his workers. Um, he, he, he owns multiple things. Like, I know he owns a restaurant. I know he owns the soap land. He he owns a lot of things. But to begin with, everybody's like, I'm not working for this guy. It's both Adachi and Namba are like, I'm not working with this guy. He's a douchebag. He treats his clientele, clients, or not clients, but his his workers horribly. Um, and but I, I keep going. I keep almost saying Kiryu. It's not Kiryu. Yeah, yeah it's Ichiban. only Ichi that really is excited to. You know, the only one that says yes and says yes, we'll help you. I'll work for you. Yeah, and uh, you know, it's he says it's we just need a job, but you know, he also then says I think pretty explicitly like, well, this is the kind of place I grew up in, so you know, he's not that bad relative to some of what I've seen in the past. Exactly. So, uh, kind of our our first big order is. He has a he has a worker he has he has a prostitute that he uses that um, is calling out a lot and um, being very flaky when it comes to um, working and bringing in money and so he believes that she is basically seeing one of her Johns outside of work. And basically, you know, getting kickbacks instead of having to pay the pimp, <laughs> uh, you can just make the money yourself. And so he wants the guys to investigate this. So we then have to go and investigate and see if she's actually doing this. 
Um, and the whole time Adachi and Namba are like, I don't want to work for this guy. I don't know why you are so attracted to this dude wanting to work for him. He's probably just screwing people over anyway. But um, we do a little investigating. We uh, we use Adachi's detective skills to basically eavesdrop on a conversation she's having. She's meeting this guy who we think is the John. And um, uh, it seems to be he is extorting her. Um, it comes off, because we don't hear the whole conversation, but um, it the seems like... The drop of the phone in the plant. Yeah. Yeah, just so they can overhear the conversation. Exactly. But... Uh, yeah, the, we we don't hear it, but it sounds like this guy is is running this um this retirement home, um, and come to find out, this guy is running the retirement home, and it's a very prestigious place. You got to have a lot of money to even get in it, and they were talking about some kind of surgery that she has to pay money for to get that surgery for her father. And she's been doing a lot of stuff, getting a lot of money to pay for the surgery to save her father. And apparently she has like two or three days left before, before, you know, they, they can't do anything about it. So, um, we go to look into the, into this, cause it seems like she needs help. It doesn't seem like she's, She's running around with a John. She needs help with something. So we're going to have to go and investigate this place. We go to it. We can't even get in. They're like, no, no, you can't. You can't get in here without like a, an invitation or an appointment or something. And they're like, okay, something's up with this place. What kind of retirement home won't let people even come in? So we then go back to Hello Work <laughs> And get jobs at the retirement home. I feel like this you is got, the game so far. Needing right? to do something, going undercover with a job, and then, you know, and then sorting it out from the inside. Yeah, exactly. So we go inside, and um, uh, we, it takes a couple of days, actually. But what, what what everybody gathers while Ichi's pretending to be a, a, a janitor, um, he discovers that there's a secret room on the top floor where they keep all their prestigious patients. And he notices that this woman is being led into this room and she starts screaming. And so Ichi's like, what the hell is going on here? So we go back, we tell all the guys, we reconvene, and we talk about it, and they're like, okay, I'm getting in that room tomorrow, because whatever happened to her is going to happen to the lady's father if we don't help. So next day, we break into the room. The father is there, and they're about to inject him with something. And Ichi stops him, and we have this big, massive fight. Uh, fight a bunch of guys. The guy that sh that met with the girl, the one we thought was the John, couldn't find out. He's actually a 
mid-ranking member of the Siriu clan, which is part of the Yakuza. And Ichi's basically like, okay, you're coming with me. I'm taking you to your boss, and I'm turning you in. Either that, or I'm just going to go tell him myself. So we have to go and talk to this Siriu clan's boss. And we just walk on in. Everybody seems okay. They're going to have a meeting with us. And uh, we sit down with him, and the there's the captain that's there. He wears the glasses. I can't remember what his name is. And then there's the the old man, the the the, the family patriarch. And uh, he's he hates the fact that that Ichi and his band are here because. He has revealed to them the shame that has been brought to the family. So he's disappointed not only with his member, but he's also disappointed that this whole thing even happened. And it seemed like there was a little bit of honor involved there, especially with with Ichi talking with him. Definitely some respect. He, well, he's, he's like, dude, you're the kind of guy I admire. You're the, you're the kind of guy who made me want to join the Yakuza. So it seems like they have a, a definitely a level of respect there. So, uh, after all that said and done, the captain of the Siriu clan, can't remember this dude's name. We see him later Ryuhei. on. Ryuhei? Ryuhei? Is that his name? Ryuhei Hoshino. Hoshino. Got it. Um, he comes with us to the retirement home. We meet up with the lady. Tell her, look, uh, here's all your money back. We're going to make arrangements for your father to be moved once you figure out where you're going to put him. And if, and you can take as long as you want, is what he said, uh, but we are closing down this this location and she's like well what about the surgery and they're like don't worry about it couldn't find out it was just a miscalculation he's going to be totally fine so what they were basically doing was was that they were extorting people out of money and telling them that they need this special surgery and if they don't get the surgery then the person dies what they were actually doing was killing the people and then they could bleed money out of the people paying to have their family members there, then cashing in on insurance checks. (laughs) It's absolutely horrible. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot of money though, because they're like, oh, this is the only way that they can make more money once the, you know, once the guest dies and they can just keep killing people and keep stacking those checks. Yep. And then we got a new spot to bring somebody else in. So yeah, after that she she leaves happy, um, and then uh, we go back to the soap plan to tell uh, Nonomiya the great news. And when we go inside, we find him hanging by his neck on a noose. Apparently, he killed himself. Apparently, yep. Uh, after that, the next chapter begins, and. Uh, Two things. One, we are at Nonomiya's funeral. 
for men who have zero money, where did they get brand new suits? Yeah. Yeah. And when they drink, why, you know, how on earth with that little money, do they like to drink at bars rather than just buying some beer and drinking it in an alleyway or something? Exactly. Which Adachi does bring that up later on. Um, But yeah. That's but that's that's my good point right there. Where did they get the suits? <laughs> yeah, they don't exactly I, I, have a network to borrow it from, nor exactly. can they afford to buy it. So, um, while at the memorial, uh, we run into um, who we think is the girl from the soap land that we had just helped. Uh, Nanaha was her name, um, but it's not Nanaha; it's her twin sister. Which is Saeko. Um, Saeko. In these games. Not a very common or a very common name? They, they seem to be much more common than, at least in my life. Oh, yeah. But uh, Saeko um, also worked for Nonomiya, and she was a bartender for one of his bars that he had. And she has some information. Uh, basically, I was on the phone with Nonomiya when he died. Uh, I heard what sounded like a struggle, and um, people were yelling. Li- li- what, what, what was it? Lauma. 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 Yep. Yeah. And Adachi realized that immediately. It's uh, the Liomong, um, which is the the Chinese. Mafia. Yeah, and Lao Ma specifically is the nickname of the boss. Yes, the boss of the Leo Mong. So we're like, okay, um, why would the Chinese come in and kill a guy who was in Syrio clan territory? What did they have on him? And Psycho's like, I don't know, but I know he didn't kill himself. And her, along with the rest of the gang, decide they're going to investigate this and figure out what's going on. So now Psycho joins the party. We now have four party members, which I believe is the full party that we can have. Um, you know how many different potential party members we have if we can have four at a time? Or uh, only, yeah, only these four? No, no, no. There are more that you can get. Um, I know for certain. Um, th- so there are three more party members you can get, you will get throughout the story. Um, I'm not going to say them because some of them are spoilers. Um, and then there is one secret party member that you can gain as well. I will tell you the secret party member because more than likely neither of us will actually get her. It is the girl we run into who runs the Ichiban Confectionery. Oh, really? Yes. If you are able to get the business Ichiban Confectionery up to rank number one, she joins your party. Yeah. Seems like she also wants uh, us to be her boyfriend. Well, certainly so her, there are, her grandmother does. From what, 
Well, that, so that is one of the love interests in the game. So apparently Ichiban can date somebody. There's a few people that I know of that you can date. Apparently you can get you can get close to Saeko. You can get close to the Ichiban confectionery lady. You can also get really close to the girl at the vocational school. And then there is also the woman who runs the mechanic shop that fixes up your armor and weapons. There may be more, but I can't remember. I know those for certain. So yeah, so now we have our fourth party member. Um, I believe at this point we're also introduced to changing jobs. So I have to ask, what jobs have you switched to, Matt? Yeah, the only one I've done was the recommended change Psycho to an idol. Okay. So I've done that. I was a little concerned at first because she was so far behind. I don't know what everyone else was, maybe six or seven or eight at the time. You know, and she reset her job rank back down to level one. Right. Um, but with a fair number of side fights, I, I did a, a, a good chunk of grinding in, over this section, and uh, she was right back up to where she needed to be. That's the only one I've done, given the given the comments from last time we recorded, but mm-hmm. I would like to go back and see what the other job classes actually could bring to balance out the the party. I think specifically with Adachi, I don't feel like I'm necessarily getting a ton out of Adachi, although I do really like a couple of his attacks. I really like that attack he has, the reckless charge. Yeah, where he puts his arms out and like clotheslines everybody. Yes, that is yeah. awesome. The best thing to do is hit the guy in the back line. Select that guy, and he will just ram through everybody. It is fantastic. But I did change jobs with every character. Oh, with everyone. Whoa. Yeah. So I changed jobs with every character, and I still don't have much with Adachi, and there's a specific reason for that, which I will get into. So, Ichiban, I changed him originally to the Breaker, the Breakdancer. Uh, and I leveled him, I, I ranked his his up to about four or five, um, but then I was able to, um, uh, so his stuff unlocks like certain jobs unlock based on his personality stats. I was able to get one of his personality stats up to where I could become a foreman. So a foreman is like, he uses like a sledgehammer. Um, I switched Adachi to the enforcer and I seems switched, to be his role. Uh, that seems like a good fit. From what I understand, that's probably his best role. It's the best role for him since he is kind of like your tank. Yeah. Um, and the enforcer uses a shield. And that's that's what's holding me back with Adachi. Everybody else... So every job has a specific weapon, right? Mm-hmm. The enforcer uses a shield. Since changing to the enforcer for Adachi, I have yet to find a new shield. I'm still using the starting shield... I can't make one. I've tried making one over there at the at the at the workshop. Can't do it yet. 
So Adachi's not doing great damage unless I'm using skills. Um, and then I switched Namba to the musician. Um, that's actually really good too. In fact, it fits Namba because I'm switching him from a healer type character since I've got an idol. So I switched Seiko to the idol. So the the um, the musician feels like a a buff and debuffer character. Yeah, yeah, kind of support he's magic. A, he's a, yeah, he's he's kind of like support magic. Um, and he does really good. He actually does some pretty good damage too. Um, so I'm I'm kind of sticking with that for now. Um. The main reason why I wanted to switch Ichi to the foreman is because as soon as you switch to the foreman uh, job, you learn the ability to smash walls. And there are certain walls in this game that have very valuable items behind them. Oh, no way. I didn't know that at all. Yeah. And there's also uh, a couple of shops that open up if you smash a wall in the overworld. Blade man style. And you just... Yeah, you you only have to switch to the job, and then you can switch back to it. He learns that automatically. So switching jobs, what happens is is like a lot of your base stats. You'll see your base stats go down, but as you rank up, the base stats go back up. At certain levels, you will get a stat increase, like plus ten to hit points, right, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Those those are permanent. Um, so when you rank up. Those are just for the for the job, but the if you look at all the skills that you can learn at certain levels or certain ranks, um, there are a nodes that are red. So there's green nodes and red nodes. The red nodes, when you learn that ability, you keep it even if you change jobs. Um, if and then there's also nodes that don't give you a skill but give you an a permanent increase to your stats like better attack faster agility agility that kind of thing um and those will carry over to different jobs as well so i've been using the foreman and i'm probably going to switch back because the foreman while it's okay he's a pretty heavy hitter kind of character he's also very slow so i'm thinking of going back to the hero um because i hear that the hero the hero I think it's the second to last or, or maybe the second red node ability that you keep forever is he gets an instant. If he gets a KO, if he gets KO'd, he gets up with like small, a, a little amount of hit points left. So you don't get an instant game over. And I want to get that ability. Um, I'm going to have to do some exploration there. No, definitely do. I mean, I got I, there's a ton of jobs that you can switch to. So there are female only jobs and there are male only jobs. So it it really depends on what you want to choose. Um, apparently, there's also DLC jobs that you like. There's a paid DLC that where you can get like different jobs as well. Ah, uh, yeah. This this you know this change in general kind of highlights these three chapters feel so much different than the first three. It feels so much more like an RPG and this kind yeah. of job switching really kind of highlights that. Yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, 
I'm 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 really loving this game. Uh, I I say I'm really loving this game, but we need to talk about the next dungeon that we go through. Yeah. Holy crap. So anyway, uh, back to the story. Um. So we're trying to get close to Leomong, and the only person that we can think of that we could shake down for information would be that one dude who we fought in the homeless camp, the guy who was shaking down all the uh, homeless people. Luckily, we know where he's at. Um, he's at this hostess bar, um, but we can't get in. Uh, they won't let us in unless uh, we've been invited by somebody who works there. Well, Sayako's like, I'll join. So she gets a job. <laughs> I swear, these people get more jobs than anybody. She gets a job as a hostess at this hostess bar and then invites us in. So we go in and we find the guy. I can't remember what the guy's name is. I can I can see his face right now, but I, I can't think of what his name is. Uh, of course, we get into a big fight with him. Um beat him up and we sit him down and we're like look we have nothing against you we just want your boss and he's like they will kill me if I tell you guys this he'll kill you anyway because I'm going to tell him that you've been shaking down homeless people and yeah. so he tells us okay fine they run this operation they run this operation in the docks I don't know much about it all I know is is that they're they're shipping they're they're shipping stuff from mainland China here and selling it to restaurants and stuff like that. All right, let's go get a job at the warehouse, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this really is so the go-to. Wasn't it weird? Like they met the guy. I think his name was Zhang. Is um, it Zhang? I can't remember. Wasn't it? Or maybe it was just me, but I thought it was strange that they start talking about him. They're like, hey, this is the one guy we need to find. And then they're like, oh, I think that's him right over there. Yeah. And he just happens to be walking past them while they're trying to figure out how to find him. And they while like, they're talking about him? And they're like, oh, that's weird that he's right there when I'm talking about him. I'm like, I don't know what's happening. Is this a joke or is this something that's going to get explained or is this just Yakuza humor? I don't really know. This is, I feel like, Yakuza humor. Because we've had stranger things happen in Yakuza games before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. But, um, yeah. So we go get a job at the warehouse. Um, uh, all four of us. So Sayako is kind of like the, uh, the, the front desk clerk. So she's, she's the one handling the money. Um, and she notices that they are paying these Chinese with um, Chinese money. Um, and they, they seem to have an infinite amount of it. They go, they have a safe, they run out of the safe. Dude's like, all right, I got to go to the bank. He literally goes upstairs <laughs> and comes back down about five minutes later. <laughs> and has a more, yeah. Right. So, uh, we realize, okay, these guys, something's going on here. Something's something's fishy. 
Also, they've been doing they, like an an investigation into their financials or something like that. And they're yeah. like, you know, they're like, we don't really understand. It doesn't seem like they're selling these things at a high enough value to make a profit. Yeah. They're basically breaking even. So why the hell are they even doing this? Well, come to find out, the stuff is not good. It's it's all it's all fake low grade crap. So they're not they're they're selling this stuff to the Japanese, making basically what they thought they had paid for, but it's actually way more. So they're just they're just making hand over fist. Wait, I thought all of the I thought all the stuff they were selling actually was high quality though. Is that so? How were they? How were they? Where was the scam? So the scam was that they were buying, they were buying high end stuff for like ten thousand, but they were paying for it all with the counterfeit bills. That's right. They were so, counterfeit bills. So they were getting it for free, and then and then still selling it for the ten thousand that they would have paid for it at retail, right. basically. Right, right, right. You're, they're using fake money and getting real money. <laughs> yeah, a bit of laundering. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Sorry, I'm 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 getting completely screwed up. I'm doing the exact opposite. So yeah, and that's where we figured out. Hey, that's where this counterfeit money's coming from. That we found, that was mysteriously put into our pocket uh, when we were shot. We don't know so, who put it there or why yet, right? No, no, we don't know who put it there. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah. We got to get our hands on some of that fake money. If we can do that, we got all the evidence we need. Well, unfortunately, that plan goes awry. Uh, Psycho gets caught taking money, and we have a big fight blowout. Um, I mean, they 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 bring a freaking tractor in and try and ram us with it, and unfortunately. The tractor blows up and the whole warehouse blows up. <laughs> a whole lot of crap goes down here. We all get knocked out. Um, that chapter ends. So that's one thing about this game that wasn't in the other Yakuza games. Most Yakuza games, at the end of a chapter, it never ended like during an action beat. They always ended after something had resolved or kind of left it on a cliffhanger, story cliffhanger. This one, a chapter will just end after you get into a fight. And it's like, oh, well, what, what's next? <laughs> you know, kind of thing. The first few chapters, I thought they were kind of wrapping things up. And then each chapter felt like a different mission or a different section of the game. But these last few, I feel like, have blended together quite a bit more. Right. So yeah, uh, going into chapter six, um, we find ourselves, or, or Ichiban finds himself in basically what looks like a torture dungeon. And, chapter uh, five got is everybody... long. Like we, you know, not a tons happen story wise, but I don't know how long it took you to finish chapter five, but it it had to be two and a half hours for me easily. Yeah, it was a while. It was definitely a while. There was a lot of walking involved. And I, I will say this, during this time, I have come to the realization, do not be afraid to use taxis. Taxis are 700 and something yen. I can easily get that in one fight. 
There was also a part, I think it was in Chapter 5, where you have to be geared up to go in. And then like, make yeah, sure you they, put on your armor. Yeah, well, not only that, make sure you put on your armor, but that we also got the whole, hey, before you travel here, you might want to be level 15 or higher. Yeah. Yeah, so... I'm hoping they continue to do that and say, well, are you ready for this? Are you sure you're ready for this? Yeah. Um, Because the last thing I want to do is go into a long-ass dungeon like this one that's coming up and be under-leveled. Yep. Yeah, I just, I I, I felt like I was buying armor. I wasn't sure what armor to buy. I, I, I feel like I did about four or five trips out to buy stuff, equip it, and then went back. And it's like, no, you're still not wearing enough. And then I had to go back out, buy armor, come back again, and that was probably part of the reason this chapter took so long for me. So some of the good stuff that I did, I guess I should go ahead and talk about it. So we, we were introduced also to the Ichiban Confectionery, um, which is a business that Monomiya uh, was also supposed to take over. But unfortunately, he died. So Ichi is like, I'll run it for you. And, and, so and once you, again, everyone else is like, no, no, this doesn't make any sense. Yeah, why would you do this? You know nothing about business. You know nothing about baked goods. Why are you doing this? <laughs> because she needs our help, guys. He's like, a, okay, well, you, you have fun with that. Bye. Yeah. And he's a bit of a hothead. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, um, you learn about this a little bit, um, how to basically run the business, um, improving the, 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 the building itself, improving the marketing for it, hiring people to work at the shops. Um, you can also build new or buy new properties and fix them up and run them as well. I spent probably about an hour and a half to two hours doing this. Mm. Did you do any of this? I did the first couple of couple of sections. Um, probably only spent forty minutes on it or so. Okay. Right. Did you do a shareholders meeting? I don't think so. Okay, you definitely knew if you did a shareholders meeting. <laughs> so. Holy crap, dude. If you thought the other Yakuza games had a lot in them, you don't know anything until you play Like a Dragon. Like a Dragon has so much in it. It has a full-on business management system that is not half bad. It's fun. Yeah. It has it has all of this stuff. Like You, you can take quizzes at the vocational school. You can play friggin' Mario Kart. I did the dragon cart stuff too. I didn't there's, find that stuff. Where was it's it? So the dragon, the dragon carts at the far top right of the map. I highly suggest you don't go there because you're going to run into like level thirty enemies. Oh shit! I just started running around, <laughs> and it's at a, it's at the park. I found the guy, and he's like, "Yeah, you want to do dragon cart?" And I'm like, "What the hell is dragon cart?" And I did the first race, and it's straight up Mario Kart. It's like you you run over tiles, you get items, you can throw items at people. It's ridiculous. And then there's a whole story mode to it, too. 
Like you, you, you run into other rival cart racers and they, they want to take you down and you got to like win these certain cups and work yeah. your way up the ranks. It's crazy. Within a game, within a game. There are multiple games within this game. So I did, I did the business management stuff. So not only are you doing a business management where you're hiring and firing employees, getting their stats up, training them, uh, Improving your buildings. I bought a building. I bought a bar and was running a bar as well. Then you have shareholder meetings. This is the most ridiculous stuff I've ever seen in my life. The shareholder meetings, you bring some of your employees with you to the shareholder meetings. You choose to want to have good stats because you have to field questions from the shareholders on why your business sucks. Uh. And... And you have to answer questions and you have to counter with other answers. So if they ask a blue question, you have to counter with a red question. Or if you, if they ask a red question, you got to counter with a green. And it's like a weird, like rock, paper, scissors, but there's also like a Phoenix Wright esque thing to it where you're throwing out accusations at people. And you can profusely apologize to them and tell them that, that we're very sorry that we're, the business is horrible. And <laughs> it's ridiculous. Also, one of your best employees is the chicken. The chicken is one of the best employees. And you bring him along or her along. You bring her along to the meetings and the chicken can respond to the shareholders. <laughs> Isn't the chicken it's, also a pound mate? Yes, the chicken can be a pound mate. So I have I have a pound mate that is a crawfish. I can call upon a crawfish to help me in battle because I saved a crawfish in a sub story. I I only did the first part of that where you like launch it into the river, right? <laughs> so so I'll tell you this when you finish it so that the fisherman guy who's sad that he lost his crawfish he was going to eat it he he was <laughs> he was raising it to eat and then Ichiban's like no dude I just went like through hell and back to get this thing back to you I'm taking it with me so I bring it with me and it thanks you by becoming a pound mate <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous so it's great, yeah. yeah I um, love it. Anyway, yeah. So I did. I did a good amount of the. So you get you get bonuses after every shareholder meeting, and uh, I racked up probably about three hundred thousand yen in about an hour and a half. Mm, nice. So I went on a freaking shopping spree. Um, I just switched to my new jobs, so I went to the high end place. It looks like a. It looks like a ladies' store where you can buy like you know designer bags and stuff, mm-hmm. but they also have like designer sledgehammers. <laughs> <laughs> so I I equipped my I equipped I equipped myself with that stuff and was doing some really good damage. It's it's noticeable too. I I've had a few good weapon upgrades that really seem to increase the output. I feel like a Dachi. I was using whatever his starting weapon is for a long time, and then I noticed I had two for him. One of them, I'm not even sure what it is. It's like a small 
infinity shaped thing that he's holding in his hand. Yeah. Um, but that, you know, that was easily a 50% increase to his damage. So they, you know, it's nice that they are actually impactful because sometimes they are only aesthetic, which I think is funny to mention because of the way that they're, their aesthetics are standard when you're walking around, but then change when they're in battle. Yeah. Because I wasn't totally so sure. You... I'm like, are the things that I buy showing up in the game or could it not handle it? Or why wouldn't they be visible? But it, you know, it's part of this like battle mode is different from real life. Yeah. Oh, definitely. So everybody's dressed differently in battle. I've got, I've got Namba who's a musician who's dressed up like a hippie. <laughs> And he he can play his guitar and play songs. He's basically a bard, and he can play songs that can, like, do massive damage to like the whole area, or he can heal people, or uh, uh, by playing "We Are the World" and stuff. Yeah. It's, it's it's crazy. This game's nuts. Like I got a document like full. What's that? Like Prince's Sonic Attacks. Yeah, it's like Prince's Sonic Attacks. Yeah, and there's like a whole like new meter with that that um um job you have a, a voltage meter and i think the higher you get the more like the more songs you play the more uh, effective you are in battle hmm. there, there, there's like a lot of stuff here man like there's a lot of layers different stuff yeah a lot of layers um anyway yeah back to back to being tortured um <laughs> so yeah we're 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 strung up we're we're tied up or, or like we're basically in hooks, not in hooks, but we're in chains. Chains, yeah, yeah, hanging. And um, the second income, the captain of the Leo Mong, I think is it, was that what he was, the captain, yeah, not the, not the ringleader. So. Yeah, not yeah. the. Uh, what's his name? Is it Takabe? Takabe? Takabe, maybe. You you talking about the Syriu clan guy? Um, yeah, that was Syriu clan. Yeah, uh, Mabuchi is this guy's name. Oh yeah, he's the guy that's a little bit chubbier. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So he's he's interrogating us, and at the same time, he's also filming us with his phone, and he's giving us a ton of information. So, uh, you know, Ichi's like, did you kill Nonomiya? He's like, I sure did. And he's like, you're part of the Siryu clan, aren't you? And he's like, I am definitely not part of the Siryu clan. I can't say this and, any more clearly. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he's, he's like, well, you know what? It's fine. I've, uh, I planted the seeds and I've watered them, and now I'm watching them blossom. And he's like, "Yeah, I think uh, I think we're done here." And then gets his little video and walks away. And uh, the the foreman that was working in the um, in the uh, the warehouse. He's the guy who's basically torturing us and I guess has been ordered to kill us. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, 
he's getting ready to to do his work to us. Um, he cuts uh, Ichi's uh, chest with a knife, and uh, before I like he some of the permanence to... as well, where you've still got your scar from the the original bullet wound. Yeah, and now yeah. you now you've got this slice as well. Hmm. Um. And he's getting ready to, I think he's getting ready to stab Adachi and this guy comes in. He's like, whoa, wait a minute. And the guy turns around. He's like, who the hell are you? And it's a guy wearing a mask. He's wearing like a, like a surgical mask. Uh, he's got white hair. I remember that. Hair all black, wearing all black like a ninja. Yep. And he's like, uh, I've got orders from uh, Mabuchi. You got to let these guys go. And he uncuffs Ichiban. And he tells Ichiban, that's as best as I can do. And they're like, whoa, who the hell are you? And he runs away. <laughs> and so Ichi's like, all right, time to die. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we have to fight all these guys. Um, and we're able to get everybody out of their chains, get all our stuff back. And so begins... One of the longest dungeons ever. Holy crap. Yeah. This is probably three full th- three distinct play sessions for me. Really? To get through all of it. Yeah, I didn't end up I-, I thought maybe I could bash it all out in one, but I was just like I don't know when it's gonna end, so I just kinda paused it and the next day came back and did another hour, hour and a half and paused it and then the last day I kinda finished it all up. Yeah, it took me two sessions. I made it to like the halfway point, which has a save point, and uh, came back to it the next day. But, um, yeah, um, this is huge. Like, I, I think I leveled up like almost three times uh, while in this dungeon. Um, I can't, there wasn't much to, to say about it. Um, I did run into, so that we got the, we got the silver key, which we can open up the silver key, uh, um, silver, uh, safes, right? There's a silver safe in this dungeon. When you open it, an enemy jumps out of it. And this enemy was level 20. <laughs> yeah. He was, he was tough. Yeah. Um, I actually did two enemies in this dungeon like that. The other one wasn't that bad. But the first one, I was like, whoa, I have made a mistake. Um, and, I, like, I might have considered it a mistake, but at this point in the game, I think I've or, I've already opened maybe five or six of these silver safes before he jumped out. So for yeah. me, I'm like, all right, that was a pain. But there's no way I'm going to give up maybe an average of five or six really good items because these silver safes tend to have pretty good weapons and stuff. Oh, absolutely. No way I'm going to give up all that to avoid a fight. So I'm like, there may be hidden enemies, but it's just, you know, that that's just par for the course. Going to have to deal with it. Right. So, um, yeah, I mean, I ran through this... Um, I, I don't think I skipped a single thing. Like I, I made sure to to check all the corners, get all the items and stuff like that. Because you're getting a lot of crafting materials, which yeah. I really want to go back to the workshop and see what I can make. 
Um, because and I it like seems they, like yeah. Oh, go go ahead. ahead. I was going to say no, I like that they put. Um, I, I like that the hidden stuff, and a lot of times there'd be an extra room with a silver safe, but three or four enemies. I like that they put that in a place that was visible, but also, like, obviously not the right way to go. Yeah. Right, because it, it, they didn't actually show up on the map, I don't think, or at least not when you're just walking through normally. You have to, like, turn down that hallway before it would show up. So I, I kind of like, again, just that clarity of knowing that I'm off on a tangent room, and I'm going to do this. It's not the way to go, but it's going to be its own almost like tiny, tiny dungeon within a dungeon. Yeah. And ju just for that clarity so that I, I can know that I'm deciding to do that. And then once I'm back in the main hallway, then I'm back on the, you know, on the, on the progressive part of it. And it, you know, they could have easily done it where it just looked like another hallway and it wasn't kind of obviously different, but I think that would have made it more confusing. So I, I, I like the way they handled this part of it. Yeah, I'm hoping they continue with that. It seems like the dungeons all kind of feel samey. Um, yeah, so far we've only had we've only had two, but um, hopefully um, they stick with. You, you can make them long if you want to, just don't make them a maze. The last thing I want to do is get lost in one of these. Yeah, exactly. The only time I got lost so far was. Oh, which chapter is it? When you when you have to go up and down the ladder within the within the building, and I, I just I, I feel like I kept going around in kind of this U shaped area. Oh right, 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 yeah, that was um. Oh, that was, yeah, we totally forgot about that. That was kind of a dungeon too. The um, uh, the Syriu Clan headquarters. Yeah, I did get yeah. a little bit lost in there because I'm like I feel like I've been in every room now. Um, yeah, but it, it wasn't as long. Like this one is is like categorically way longer. Yeah, I, mean, I so, spent well over an hour in this dungeon. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I definitely probably spent about two total. Yeah, but uh, we did have a boss fight at the end. We had to fight the foreman one more time. He was he's in an excavator, and we have to fight the excavator. They even make the the joke of what am I supposed to do? I guess just punch it. Yes. So we punch the excavator. We knock him out of it. Did you do two rounds of the excavator or just one? I think two. Yeah, I did two as well. Apparently you can beat him in just one round. So, hmm. but yeah, um, after that, um, we're able to go back up to the, uh, to the surface and, um, we have the the realization that why are they doing this, right? Why 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 this whole big ruse? And we come to the conclusion that uh, Mabuchi is trying to start a war between the three, or at least between the Siryu clan and the Leomong. Um, and I think. Ichiban either gets a phone call or calls somebody and f finds out that two of the Siryu clan guys were just gunned down in the street by the Leomong, like in broad daylight. Oh, yeah. Which you actually see in that full cutscene. Yeah. And um, 
that angers the captain of the Siriu clan, and he's like, "It's war. We're going on." So they're 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 on their way to to I guess Chinatown, but it's not Chinatown. I can't remember what it's called. Restaurant Alley, I think, or something like that. Yeah. Um. So we have to rush over there. We rush over there, and the destruction's already started. He's already fighting people, killing people. Um, we have to fight a few of the guys, but we, we make it there. He's there, and he is—he's wanting to—he's he, calling out the leader. Um, and Ichi's like, "You need to stop this. You're getting played. It's—it's it's all just a ruse. The guy is trying to start a war when." Neither side has done anything, which doesn't really matter to him. Yeah, the other side did do something. Leo Mong shot two of my guys. This one he shows he shows him the video as well that Mabuchi that, had made, or was that earlier? What, what, n- no, that was um, wasn't that the guy the Zhao? Wasn't that the guy we run into the, the boss? Did he show that or no? I'm not sure. I can't remember, but yeah, the the video basically that that Mabuchi made, he edited it to basically look at that. Ichi was like, "Yeah, I'm with the Siriu clan," so that way he could show his men, and then the men would be like, "Okay, well, we're gonna go take out the Siriu clan, start a war." And um, so we get into a fight. We have a fight with the captain uh, once again. I can't remember his name, Matt. <laughs> Takabe. Takabe. Um, didn't think this guy was too too bad. He did heal his 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 team a little bit. Yeah. But after, after I took him out, there was no more healing. So, um, I was able to beat him relatively easily. And then, uh, after we beat him, we tell him just to get the hell out of here. But we're stopped. We're stopped by the boss. The, the head guy of the Leomong, which is Zhao, Zhao. Um, and this guy seems very interesting. Um, he comes across to me a little bit like Majima. Just yeah, a little but bit. he seems a little bit unhinged. Right. And he's like, I don't. He said, I, I'm not, he, he, he keeps saying, he says it multiple times, I'm not here to hear a sermon. I don't want to hear a sermon. And he's like, well, I'm telling you the truth. Your guy, your captain, is starting a war. Where's he at? Sounds like he's betrayed you. Sounds like he started a war and is now hunkering down, waiting for the smoke to clear to see if you're dead. So he can swoop in and take over maybe? And he's like, well, you're going to need some hard evidence before I start taking in somebody like this. I can't just listen to some rando who has been involved with stuff that has screwed me over. So (laughs) I can't just take you with your word. And so they're like, okay, well, what do you suggest we do? And he says, there's only one group of people who know what is going on in this entire city. It's the shadowy people of the, I don't know how to pronounce that. Yeah, the, it sounds to me like they're saying Jamajul. 
Jama Jewel. But it looks more Jama like Jewel. Geoma Jewel or something. Geoma Jewel. Geoma Jewel. Yeah, which I, is I, the, I, cur- I keep thinking the Korean Gabagool. Mafia. <laughs> yeah, Gabagool. Um, but it's the Korean Mafia. The the ones we've ran into before. The ones with the crossbows. Who they assumed uh, that the white-haired ninja had to be from the Jama Jewel. That's what I'm thinking as well. Yeah. So, yeah. So, seems like Zhao is going to go want to talk to them to see if they know anything. Which I think is just going to start another fight. And that's uh, the end of chapter 6. And that is where we stopped. And he says, make sure you get me evidence that Mabuchi killed Nonomiya. Yes. Because I don't, I don't believe you that he did it. There you go. <coughs> Excuse me. I have a couple of emails. First one comes in from Jamie. It's titled, An Even Shorter Email. This was actually sent last week. Um, it says, Hi guys. I made it back from the weekend without uh, cordyceps. Woo. Yeah. As expected, I'm a bit behind. Usually don't stress too much on side questing unless I'm trophy hunting, which I haven't done in years. I mostly try to originally pick up a few quests, but don't go seeking them. My strategy is a bit different this time, though, since you've mentioned it's almost mandatory. But it struck me how difficult that is in this game, at least compared to other games I've played uh, recently. When you're playing Horizon, so many things pop up on your mini-map, it's distracting, and you can't walk five steps without someone jumping out at you and asking you, uh, asking for your help. Meanwhile, I'm just randomly walking around in this game hoping someone gives me a quest. So all I've done since getting back from my trip is catch a guy pissing in the river, took me four fucking tries, <laughs> and made a bookcase for a kid. I also got the pawn shop cleaned up, but so far I'm just running around fighting guys. I've had one game over, but I made sure not to have much money on me, so it was not a big deal. I do wish there was a way uh, to run away from uh, to run away during battle. Even in the old f- days of Final Fantasy, you could try to escape if you were in over your head. So there is a way to run from battle. You you can escape from battle. I can't remember what button it is, but it's one of the it's one of the triggers, I think. Mm. Yeah, I haven't tried. But it I can't yet. remember. Yeah, no, I have ran from battle. So when I was going to the cart racing thing, I ran into a level thirty guy, and I said, "Yeah, I'm out of here," <sighs> and ran away. So you definitely can run away from battles. Uh, there are obviously you, know, you can't run away from boss battles or story battles, but you can run away from random encounters. I know. Loving how the people change based on Ichiban's hero craziness and the weird stuff the characters do in battle. This game is hilarious. Frantically catching up, Jamie. So you may have caught up with us because we did take a week off. And our last email comes in from Dustin. It says, what's up guys? I don't have much to say, so this will be short. Where did three broke guys find money for suits for a funeral? (laughs) Hey, I asked the exact same question. (laughs) Good question. Did they really have to make the Soapland girl a twin? Could they not just use the original girl as a party member instead of shoehorning a twin into the story? I like writing. All, I like the writing of all the characters. They come off as real people with their dialogue. They remind me of some people I actually know 
when bantering. How about those summons? I wish they didn't cost so much. Ha ha. I have Ichiban as a breaker, Namba as a bodyguard, Adachi as an enforcer, and Makudo Makuda as an idol. Uh, I, I did not even know what her last name was. I've always just called her Seiko. I mean, too, so far. I also have... I also have a special costume equipped. Ichiban has a hero. Ichiban as a hero. Namba as Majima. Adachi as Kiryu. And Makoda huh. as Haruka. Have, uh, from having a previous game save on my system. I, I had the option to do that as well. But I, just, I, I wanted to stick with their default costumes. Mm-hmm. That chapter six dungeon was a lot longer than it needed to be. Agreed. I've been messing around with the business mini game and doing the shareholder meetings first couple of times I bombed since it does such a poor explanation of what you're supposed to do. By the third time I understood the basics, but still don't know if I'm doing it the best way possible. Ha ha. Until next week, Dustin. Thank you for those emails. Um. Yeah, no. There, there's, there's actually some really good, uh, like, quick video guides on YouTube that I checked out about how to do the best at the uh, business management mini game. So I just watched those just to get some tips. Um, oh, really? You can make some money doing that. Yeah. You can definitely make some money doing that. So, something to explore. The next thing on my list, because I think I currently have about 200,000 yen on me, I'm going to swing by the workshop, see if I can make me some new gear, particularly a freaking shield instead of the standard first shield you get for Adachi, because man, his damage output is way bad compared to everybody else. I think I switched. Is it after the excavator battle that you get a crowbar yes I think that's what I've been using for Adachi and that's been pretty good pretty good upgrade over what I had anyway he's still I can't remember what that original class was or job was like yeah cop ex-cop something like that yeah something like that yeah but yeah uh, that's that's pretty much it I Truth be told, I'm really enjoying this game. I love the structure of it. I think it's fun. And so far, I mean, yeah, we're getting into the craziness of Yakuza, as in like, you know, the conspiracies and stuff like that. But up to this point, I've kind of liked the, let's just go do a job. Yeah. Let's help it, some people. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's it's fun. It's, it's, it's a different, it's definitely different from the larger-than-life stuff that the old Yakuza series went through. You know? Yep. Like, instantly into the, the, the mafia conspiracies. Um, this one is slowly ramping up to it. And I really like the the whole... Like 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 Dustin said, all the characters were written really well. Really well. Um, yeah, I like when you get like, that evening in the bar with Adachi. Yeah. So you get you can actually get that with all your party members. In fact, that's how you level up their their affinity to you. Yeah. So 
if you notice when you do a when you finish a battle, there's a very small pink bar that fills up at the top of their uh of, I guess right there next to their health uh, or where, where their profile is basically. Um, and it'll eventually get to a lock. When it gets to a lock, that means they're ready to level up their affection toward Ichiban. So you go back to the bar, go back to survive bar, and uh, talk to each individual person, and um, they will that lock will break, and they will get special statuses. Like they will earn more experience while not in an active party, yep. or other like special abilities and stuff like that. So definitely go back to the survive bar, which we didn't talk about. I sent you a text. There is a dead man running the survive bar. <laughs> Did you catch that? No, I'm, I saw the text, but I wasn't sure what you meant. So next time you're at survive bar, go take a look at the, at the bartender. Yeah, I'll have to do that. I've only been there the one time so far, so I, I'm sure I've got some links that need to be enhanced. Yeah. Um, do I do I tell you, or do you want to see who it is? Uh, let me see who it is. I'll I'll be there pretty quickly. I think. Okay. Um, see if anybody else listening can can figure out who's running the survive bar. He is a familiar face if you have been playing the Yakuza series. But yeah, that's it. Um, swing by and say hi. To, yeah, swing by. Uh, if you'd like to send an email, it is drew at ztgd.com. Uh, you can also tweet to us. I am at DML Fury. Matt is at REMGS. And the podcast itself is at ZTGD Phoenix Down. But uh, that's going to be it for us. Um, until next time, though, I'm Drew. And I'm Matt. And we are out of here. You guys have a great week, and we'll be back next week with the continuation of Yakuza Like a Dragon. Bye.